0: Hey guys, it's Courtney and Lex and you're listening to another episode of The Pleasure Is All Yours. Yeah. If this is your first time with us today, we are a podcast all about the sexual liberation of the black and queer community. We are here to laugh, to learn, and to discuss all things pleasure and how the pleasure is. All yours.
1: It's all yours,
0: baby. If you want to, you got it. Hey, girl, how you doing?
1: Oh, I'm good. I'm a little um, zooted, if you will.
0: Zooted, bitch. From what?
1: I've just been like hitting this pin since I clocked out.
0: Is it illegal um, to hit pins on YouTube or what?
1: It's vaping, so I guess as long as you can't see the smoke. Let's see. Perfect.
0: Excellent. I'm about to be toasty with you, boo. (laughs) Thanks for the pause. Yeah. I will not be editing that out. (laughs) Um, So you've been zooted and scooted since um, work today. Since,
1: yeah, 550.
0: Okay, I love that for you.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, that's it. You know, we've been getting stuff together for our event this Friday. Friday, August. 18th, 18th. <laughs> from nine to two. Yes, nine to two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it. I'm good. I'm really hype, and I'm good.
0: Okay, girl. Well, I love to hear it. <laughs> I, on the other hand, had a colposcopy
1: this mm-hmm. afternoon.
0: I'm going to take this moment to implore all of the ladies between the ages of 21 and 32 to go get screened for a pap if you haven't within the last year or two years. I know if you have a pap starting when you're 21, if it's abnormal, you got to go back every 365 days. But if it's not abnormal, you can wait another three years, they're saying now. But go get your annual screenings because it is so important. If you get an abnormal pap smear, breathe Mm -hmm. and relax. They are going to schedule something like a colposcopy for you. And that's not as scary as it sounds. I'm here as your advocate. And from what I've learned on TikTok recently... And Um, from
1: personal experience now. And from
0: personal experience now on ways to make that situation easier. First of all, there's no shame in having to get a colposcopy. It's just when they find unusual um, possible cancerous cells like on the surface of your cervix. Mm -hmm. And they're going to go in and look with like a super extra microscope. And like, what does that sound? Oh, (gasps) I hate that. I'm sorry. I got distracted. They're going to, like, go in there with this super tiny microscope Mm -hmm. and um, just, like, make sure, like, the surface of your cervix looks good. And if they notice anything weird, they're going to take a little biopsy. And there's two ways that they can take it, apparently, which I didn't know about until today. Um, When they looked at my sexy cervix they didn't see anything (laughs) out of the ordinary they were like oh wow yeah no i really don't see anything to be concerned about they found like a one millimeter like change in color on one part of my cervix so she said yo girl i don't even got to take a biopsy i can just scrape that little bit off as the as the biopsy so we don't have to do as invasive as they would have if they found like a bigger area of like concern yeah um so for me I found out via TikTok that you can actually, like, advocate for your own pain medicine. So I knew, I knew my OB for—I've known my OB for a long time, and she knows how I was when I got my IUD the previous year before. So she prescribed me a Xanax from the get when I scheduled this appointment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bitch, and calm she, yourself. She said,
0: yeah, you need to come in with your mind, right? So she gave me a Xanax, which I really appreciated because I've known my doctor for so long. Um, if you're going to any doctor, you can always ask. And then if they say no, tell them to notate why they're saying no in your chart. Because these people love to not give black people the correct pain meds or anti-anxiety or any of that. They love to give you a 600 milligram ibuprofen and say, go fuck yourself. So you can ask for a Valium. You can ask for a Xanax. Those are not pain medicines. Those are to manage your anxiety when you're going in. Um, luckily, I had a friend with me because I didn't want to drive off a of zanny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Responsible. Yeah, of course. And so having her there, she was eating graham crackers like during the procedure. I was
1: like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm gonna have a snack while they go ahead and look in your inside. In my insides, like that. Yeah.
0: But anyway, I also when I got to the the room and my doctor came in, I also asked them for lidocaine. So she was like, "Yeah, if I see anything." I'll give you some lidocaine before I do the biopsy. So she found that little spot, and she was going to do a scrapey, but she still gave me a little um, flood of lidocaine. And they have an injection, and they have, like, a cream. And I don't know which one she used on me because I saw her pull out that needle, but I didn't really feel it. It just felt like a, like somebody was rubbing. So I don't know what she put on it for me because it wasn't a full biopsy. But she scraped. I felt, like, pressure, mm-hmm. and I moved the fuck on with my day. I got, I have a little, I'm a little crampy but my Xanax is still in my system.
1: So it's got you right. So
0: I'm cool, I'm chilling, and yeah. I'm not gonna freak out because she said it looked good, so I'll get my results back in a few days to make sure that it isn't precancerous cells, but I am here to tell you ladies or people with vulvas, people with cervixes, yeah. get that shit looked at at least once a year, mm-hmm. and if there's anything abnormal, just go and take care of it, it's better to go even if you're anxious have someone you love if you're if they're available to go with you so you can get this taken care of because you don't want it to progress into something like cervical
1: cancer yeah it's the it's a non-treatment of things that lead to like worse conditions exactly so i know like sometimes you can't because Oh, care Ooh, but I. expensive, I, but...
0: I, when I was doing my research about mm-hmm. colposcopies, mm-hmm. Pa- Planned Parenthood, as you know, they do well, women's, and yeah. they can do your col- colposcopy as well. So if something comes Ooh. back, um, like with an issue, you yeah. can go back to Planned Parenthood, and they will assist you with a colposcopy.
1: I do love that. It's so yes. always an option.
0: I know it's not free. Nothing in this fucking life is free. My deductible for this procedure was still $380. So... I don't know what it's looking like at Planned Parenthood, babe, but try it out if you need services, social services like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the more you fucking know, you know? Yeah.
0: I'm going to get off my high horse or whatever, but I just wanted to protect the babes out there with pussies or pussy adjacent. Gotta be coochie
1: conscious in this house.
0: Yeah. Uteruses are really important, and they're also really sensitive, and they go through a lot of changes every month with our hormones, and as we get older, so we just want to make sure we're staying on top of our health, guys.
1: I don't know why it wouldn't be called uteri. Yeah.
0: Maybe, it is probably called our uteri, excuse me. <laughs> Not good with grammar, now. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know what section of life I would call that. Um. Tips and Tricks by Court.
1: Yeah, okay. Health and Wellness. Yeah, Health with, and Wellness. With Courtney Noir.
0: So, if you haven't listened again, we start every episode off with a pleasure moment where we talk about any moment this week that made us feel good, that brought us a little bit of peace in the midst of all the chaos and the craziness that is living in a capitalist society in 2023. Yeah. What was your pleasure moment, babe?
1: Um, I think I had two. And one of them was getting my hair done And for it the looks first gorgeous. time. Thank you for the first time in like forever. I literally just like so I and I have to like make sure I wrap my hair at night now, and I can't just like lay down lay and just down, go to sleep. Get you a silk scarf. So girl. yeah. So there's that. But I also I'm like, oh, at least I don't have baby face because that's what I was really scared of. So, mm. but it's really cute. You know, I'm a blonde again, and you know, I love being a blonde. Um, and then I really, like, while the the humor at the comedy show was very white gay, I still enjoyed myself. Yeah, It definitely. was still a show. I wish there was just singing. Like, if there was no, like, comedy skit, that'd be fine. If it was just the, the Juno show mm-hmm. with just her, like, dressed as a crab, like, doing that, like, just doing, like, different skits like mm-hmm. that, I think I would enjoy it a lot more. Yeah.
0: Those are my favorite parts too. Was yeah. the singing and I mean the lip singing and the costuming yeah. and the dancing. Her I backup dancers the were Yes, truly, truly. Mm-hmm. And they had six dollar popcorn, and it was the same size as a large popcorn in other places. Yeah. So I was really fucking with that. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the invite, babe.
1: Anytime. You know, we got the we got free tickets at Pride. Mm. Amazing. you know it's like they literally were handing them out and then you go on ticketmaster and they were literally 50 bucks i was like and that's before fees
0: oh wow i mean apparently like I, again i just wasn't familiar with juno birch and i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty plugged in in the drag world Okay, i know the, i know some of the girls i know some of the guys mm-hmm. um but i wasn't too familiar with juno but when i was telling my friend about how we w- we went to the see for free they were like you saw juno birch Oh my god! And they like yeah. send me all these screenshots of them just watching the YouTube videos. And he's like, "I started playing Sims because she was playing Sims on YouTube." And like they were watching. I was like, "I didn't yeah, know." She that. kept
1: referencing. Yeah, that she did. Too, the I was like, thing.
0: "Oh." She's like, "He was like the blue bitch." And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, I felt. I kind of felt bad. I was like, "Damn, I would have let you go." Shit, I didn't know who this man not was. Not the who blue.
1: Was. Not the blue bitch. The blue <laughs> bitch. She does the alien thing. Yeah, I've seen pictures of her, but that's it.
0: Mm. It was yeah. cool. It was definitely a good experience. I like drag yeah. shows, and this was a variety show, kind of, so...
1: Yeah, I just want to know what part of the UK the their accent was from, because I couldn't... It, it was, was very... It was rough. It, it was very different. It was different. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's from, like, Canada.
0: Do they have accents like that in Canada?
1: No, they say about... About? You know, they say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm <laughs> it does took the Drake... second time. It took the second time for me to realize what you were trying to say.
0: <laughs> I um.
1: yeah, what was your I've never pleasure really moment? Moment?
0: Um. What was my pleasure moment this week? I had a really good weekend. I performed twice. I performed on Friday night with mm-hmm. some of my friends that were doing kind of like their album release. Party, um, so they went to. They had a show at a, a bar in Arlington, and I'm on both of those albums, like for features. So we did yeah. both of those songs, and that was a lot of fun. Um, mm. I w- I rolled deep, like with my with Noir, with my old band. Yeah, so that the was, like, OGs, the OGs. So that was like really nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Driving to Arlington together
1: talking shit to go to a show yeah to
0: go to a show it was cool it was cool and then saturday night i performed um also with one of my members from noir out in las colinas love it um and we did a a gig on an amphitheater stage and that was it's always fun we do that a few times every summer if you guys want to see us it's at the sound in las colinas on august 26th from 8 to 10 we do like 2000s pop a little bit of r&b we're adding more r&b to the set list next but it is a family-friendly event and a family-friendly white, adjacent event. So we really try to keep it with, PG. We, yeah, we try to keep it PG thirteen. Yeah, and with a lot of songs that
1: the uh, white people will know.
0: A lot, yeah. We throw in a few for us. We have a lot. We have a lot of John Mayer for the whites. I'm not gonna lie to you. But it's just fun getting paid again to do what I like yeah. and do what I love
1: and what you're so great at.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. That would probably be my pleasure moment, but then it really continued because we got to have a little Sunday fun day. Yeah. And that
1: was I fun. Took time, yeah. Which is so always fun.
0: I had a great weekend. I think my whole weekend was my pleasure moment.
1: I love it. Perfect.
0: Well, we're done talking about pleasure. Oh. Okay, for just a second. Because <laughs> as you guys know, Venus is in retrograde right now until September third. Yeah,
1: so it's still going
0: on. Yeah, we're just like reaching the peak. The peak was, I think, on like the thirteenth, something oh, about. That's when like the Venus becomes a morning, a night, yeah, a morning star instead of a night star, girl. I don't know, but when I was doing my research, there was like the thirteenth, you should be feeling all the super energetic tension around relationships and finances and friendships and all this shit. But I don't know, I had a good day. It was the weekend.
1: Yeah, so. was, well, I think that was Sunday. So. What's the th- yeah, 13th was Sunday. Yeah, it was a pretty good day that day, I'm pretty sure.
0: But what Venus in retrograde has been known for, especially in Leo this summer, has been for her ability to really fuck some shit up in the relationship department. Yeah. Um, if you've been plugged into the celebs, we've had a lot of celebrity breakups over the summer. Um, we've had a lot of, I don't know about you. But I have had a lot of personal people that I know that have uh-huh. broken off long term relationships, are seeking new ones, moving on. It's just a really interesting thing to look at the cosmos and be like, damn, I'm seeing this shit in real fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with the Venus retrograde, um, here's what you can expect from this volatile transit in Leo confusion like i said around relationships friendships romance and finances mm-hmm. and have you been feeling a little tension in these areas lately for you
1: i mean i feel like i'm always having tension in my finances okay. so there's that but not necessarily i don't there's nothing that i can think of that has been shaking my table lately.
0: Okay, especially regarding much. Like your friendships or relationships.
1: Yeah, especially because I talk to the same like few people. Um, and I feel like, I, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like there's anything there to disrupt. So nothing is really happening but around me i do know there's a lot of stuff that has been happening around me for sure for For sure sure, for sure yeah but me personally oh wait you know what no there's actually one relationship that probably is like done with dunzo i don't know i don't know anyways but there's just been a lot of shit happening with one of the people that i live with and that probably has been like the biggest blow up Of things that have happened, especially when like things happen out of nowhere and a bitch is whatever, whatever. I feel like I've vented about it a lot and I I always do this where I like vent about something and then I piss myself off again by like talking about it. But it was just some miscommunication and more so of like projection of feelings that ended up having me like pissed off because what the hell? What the hell? That's it. And I don't know. I just would really like for people to address like their own issues. Like it's you you feeling bad about bringing an issue to the light has nothing to do with me and for you to like project the feeling on me also is rude. And for you to also expect that like I a bitch is not going to express themselves for any reason But I can't express, I express myself, and it has to be directly about you, so it just makes no sense. Just sit and think with yourself, was I even talking to you?
0: This person is a Leo, right?
1: No, this person is a Cancer. Yikes.
0: Cry babies. Um, That's a lot, especially in your home environment where you should just kind of feel, be able to feel like at least semi-safe, you know, comfortable yeah that said you walking around on eggshells it's yeah.
1: really unfortunate because i literally was like something was asked of me i was literally in the process of doing it bitch i'm tired i was literally walking a dog this big ass dog in the middle of the in night. the middle of the night from like 11 to 11:30 sometimes 11:30 to midnight literally this huge ass dog I, my sleeping schedule was interrupted a bunch of shit was going on i'm literally up like getting up to leave for work and you come and ask me to do something, and like it just seems like when I look back on the conversations we were having, I'm like it seems like they were hinting at this as well. But because I'm not that bitch to be looking for hidden meaning in what you're saying, like I'm just thinking you're having a conversation with me. So that also fueled my irritation.
0: Well, I know you'll be out of there and into a better situation soon. I'm manifesting this for you because this shit is.
1: Annoying. it's just stressful yeah. especially because i'm so open to like if you have something to say i want you to say it to me that's fine um but yeah and i'm not gonna make a big hoopla mm-hmm. Hoopla, <laughs> exactly um okay that's very it's giving retrograde energy of anything yeah because like sure. it's insane because every time anything happens i'm like How did we? How did this even happen? How are we arguing right now? What is going on?
0: Confusion, miscommunication, like defensiveness, all that shit.
1: I'm literally like, what the fuck is happening right now?
0: Well, like you and like a lot of people in my personal life, honestly, you know, I'm going through a little complication. I wouldn't say it's a breakup. I don't know what it is. I don't because we weren't even really together. I don't know, but it's a transition, a big Mm -hmm. one. And a lot of my friends are going through things like that right now with their partners that they've had for years and years and years. So it's just crazy. I love, cost, I love talking about astrology because that shit really be bleeding into your daily life.
1: Yeah, ripples.
0: Um, but other than like, us civilians, yeah. um, celebrities have also been really taking ass whoopings on their relationship
1: it's been like every time i get on twitter guess who broke up Guess who motherfucking <laughs> broke up?
0: Uh, ariana grande and that dalton man <laughs> the real estate uh justin bieber looking nigga that she married after a few months of engagement Yikes. um
1: didn't she leave what's his name paul davidson pete yes
0: <laughs> i don't know if they were already broken up and then she like immediately got with him or if they were together Honestly, based on the TikToks I've I've seen lately about about people di- dissecting Ariana Grande's relationships, because she is a, a Cancer Sun and a Libra Moon. Okay, I want to know so bad what her rising sign is. Mm-hmm. If you know, please comment below because I really need to know. But the fact that she has a Cancer Sun and a Libra Moon, it's just I feel like love and and um, what is the word I'm looking for? At? attachment. Okay. Oh, okay. like attachment mm-hmm. is very is like. I feel like that's um in a malefic place. Yeah. But from what I've read on TikTok, she has like always gotten into relationships and then found somebody else and then gotten out of the previous relationship. And it sounds like that's what she did this time. It's really
1: giving um like middle school, high school. That's what you would do.
0: Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) I mean, because this time she started dating her wicked co-star. And he is or was still at the time still married to his wife Lily and they are they had a newborn like Yikes. not even a full year ago or a year ago. So I like those
1: memes where it's like me grabbing my man as soon as I see Ariana Grande.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that won't help, bitch. She likes a slow burn. She likes to take you out to dinner first, all of you. She likes to post your baby on her social media. Oh, and then man. she'll fuck
1: you. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'd, I mean, hey, if somebody if we saw her walking around and somebody had just beat her ass, I'm not saying I wouldn't fault them, but I'm just saying, girl, you better... watch yourself
0: but like i i this is not an ariana hate account because i love love her yeah and i'm still listening to her music in fact i feel like i'm listening a little harder now because Because she told us everything she said break up with your girlfriend i'm bored and that's what she has constantly (laughs) told these niggas she's literally like hey you should just break up with naya rivera real quick hey you should just break up with jennifer coolidge or whoever the fuck
1: P. Not David. Jennifer What is her name? Coolidge. Jennifer
0: Connolly or whoever he was dating before. <laughs> Pete like,
1: Davidson and Jennifer Cool. I,
0: I don't know these white ladies. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> but yeah, she was she was very honest. So fuck that shit. Fuck it, girl. She said,
1: "I've been trying to tell y'all. Dude, I'm you, trying bitch. to be walking side to side." Because Big Sean and what's
0: her name? I want to know what her rising sign is.
1: It's got to be something messy.
0: It's got to be something messy. I feel like it's a fire sign.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's a
0: passion and like the, ugh, I don't know. Okay, the next one I have is Rosalia and Raul. I don't know if y'all are familiar with them as I am, Mm -hmm. but Rosalia is a, like a Spanish, she's not like Latina. She's Spanish, she's from Spain. Um, And Raul, who's Puerto Rican They have been together for like Two years or three Mm -hmm. years And they just released a whole project together Back in like February called Mm R&R And it has this beautiful song on it called Beso And you should watch the music video Because it's like it's, like, a whole montage of, like, them traveling the world on her to- on, Mo- on the Motomami tour together and, like, his tours nice. and stuff. And they're just, like, going on all these adventures in, like, Japan and, like, the wilderness and they're camping and they're, like, in their hotels, like, naked. And- it's just such a fucking beautiful video. I watch it too
1: much. It's crazy because, like, imagine breaking up and that, shit becomes, is everywhere. that just becomes your most popular song slash video. Uh, you get on TikTok and people are like, I miss them. Damn.
0: Because they were, to me, I was like, oh, so beautiful. Me and my roommate would sit and watch, like, YouTube videos of them doing, like, the newlywed game or, like, what's in her bag or, like, Mm -hmm. those kind of questions, like, for Vanity Fair and shit. Oh, I love it. I just loved them. And they, like, at the end of the music video, she's engaged to him. And it's just so cute and so perfect for each other. And then they broke up. And I don't know why I didn't look. Because it's none of my business. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the next one's Tina and Richard Lawson. As you know, Tina, Miss Tina, Beyonce's mama, Tina, uh, just got rid of her nigga, Richard Lawson. I, it, they said irreconcilable differences um, on he the divorce shit. papers. But <laughs> people were people were running to his Twitter and like looking at his likes after they after the divorce came out, and he had just a bunch of porn and his likes, <laughs> and people were calling him out for that, but I'm like, yo, that's same. what he, like, what's that got to do with anything? Like, yeah, same, what's that got to do with, he just doesn't know how to make lists. Somebody just needs to show him how to make lists.
1: <laughs> so then nobody of- will see it. There Hello? we go.
0: But I don't know why they got a divorce. I guess irreconcilable differences. Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello, that fucking hot guy from True Blood. Uh, the
1: white one? The werewolf. The werewolf.
0: In the second scene, like when the werewolves are coming, like he's the main werewolf. Okay, I think I know
1: werewolves. which one you're talking about. He's got the pecs. Yeah, he's got the pecs. He's, okay, yeah. he's
0: very attractive for a white man.
1: I was getting it mixed up with Vampire Diaries for a second there. I, I never watched that show. But the 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 main wolf person there is also a vampire, Klaus Mikaelson. He's, he's a, a hybrid. Yeah. Count me out. <laughs> There's a lot of shit that happens in this show too much for me to keep to watch it continuously but
0: she watched true blood all the way through right yeah yeah that's yeah, a good one. one i think i stopped after this so after cute. she became a fae because oh yeah like, mm, yeah because no. <laughs> uh,
1: what do you mean <laughs> this whole time like that's why they want to drink her all the time come on bitch uh okay then the last one i wrote down okay
0: no that's the last one. In fact, I wrote, there's been so many more random white folks that have broken up with their partners. <laughs> Natalie Portman, Bella Hadid, oh, that um, short girl from Game of Thrones with the big eyes, Arya Stark. Oh, she okay, broke yeah. up with her long-term partner as well. <laughs> yikes. I don't know who these people are, but maybe you do. <laughs> um, so with the planets aligning this way, I thought it'd be a great opportunity to talk about breakups, the healing process, and also when it's time to walk
1: away. Break the up. one we've been avoiding.
0: Yeah, like first of all, I feel like this episode would have gone completely different if we had done it when we wanted to do it. Oh shit, yeah. Which was like January or February.
1: Yeah, it would have been It would have been, been, been real spicy.
0: It wouldn't have even. I think I don't even think the episode would have made sense because it would have just been us yelling.
1: It would have been us yelling. Yeah. You know, we like, probably would have got like an email from somebody. Just this is horrible. Cease and desist. Literally
0: nah, but I think I'm healed enough and I feel like, are you healed enough
1: to mm-hmm. talk about it? Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't get too personal but you can always get more personal
1: yeah. as it seems fitting. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, anyway, where the fuck was I at? Breakups <laughs> are a part of life. <laughs> and I told this to my friend the other day. It's something that we risk every time we get involved with someone new. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my friends said it's just it's just hard because I don't want to get my heart broken and I was like, bitch, that's life that's the risk you gotta take every time, baby. That's it. You're giving your whole heart to somebody in hopes that they don't drop it. I mean
1: I don't I just I don't have it in me right now, playboy
0: and that's okay. um I have some statistics though, um of course, to start us off, yeah, they're kind of random, but I feel like there's ways we can talk about this. Same-sex unmarried couples are more likely to stay together than hetero unmarried couples because obviously queer love is just better. I feel <laughs> like um it's because there's a lot of like understanding yeah. and like a natural sense of community and like working through things together and understanding yeah. that people have seasons mm-hmm. in queer relationships of all kinds yeah. than just like in hetero relationships. I feel like yeah. there's so many um
1: subcategories There's so
0: many roles that you know maybe a woman puts on a man who's in a relationship mm-hmm. and a man puts on a woman that there's no room to move as a human there's no room to change there's mm-hmm. no room to experience new things because you're stuck in these rigid roles so it just it's not going to work out long term i guess unless you're financially invested like in a marriage yeah. um so the days leading up to valentine's day and christmas are the most common times for breakups. <laughs>
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> so bitch, I am not buying you a gift. It's yeah, just time it's to get the, not fuck
1: out the of here. stress of the holidays breaking y'all love.
0: I think that's hard. I in my opinion, I've always wanted to break up with people around the holidays, but I don't because that's such a time for family and like you probably are gonna bring them over to your family's house. They're probably your family's probably already expecting them, they're asking about them, it's cold outside, you want gifts. Yeah. Yeah, especially extra ones. Especially yeah. extra gifts, yeah. yeah. So and you know, there's like hayrides and like yeah. ice sculpture museums,
1: yeah. and
0: you know, date nights at the aquarium. It's just hard to break up between the months of like November and February.
1: Yeah, that's why I, I want to make my friends do that stuff with me.
0: Yeah, that's true. But still, you know,
1: okay, you're very. Um, we can kiss if everybody just got with the program. Uh, like we can go uh, and we can kiss. The
0: thing is, I just yeah, already, I already do those things with my friends. I do those <laughs> things, too, with my friends. Yeah. So I still want to do them with this other person over here, too. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, we'll wait until March when the ice starts to melt. <laughs> and the first flowers bloom.
1: Okay. Next spring. Next spring. <laughs> We've got a six-month time.
0: Um. In long-term relationships, Mm -hmm. women are 68% more likely to end the connection than men.
1: (laughs) I think that's because, like, when women are, like, really all in and they really, like, really like someone, most of the time they're not going to get into a relationship anyway unless they really like you. I think that's, like, a big part of it. I think another part of it is that men are, like, really good manipulators mm. which would probably end up being why they don't because they're like playing a game so much so it's like oh i'm gonna just play the game and see how much i can get away with and uh, what what's gonna be allowed and what isn't and once testing the boundaries, and once most of the time once a woman is done like she's done like for real and that will be like nothing you can do or say to change a bitch mind so i think that'd be it but damn yeah. So, yeah, but I, I and like, I think now too. I think now too, like women are just like they know they're worth. Cause yeah, these niggas
0: are really not shit out here. Like
1: yeah, across
0: I hate to say, but across the board, like these niggas are not shit. Yeah, I was listening to speaking of fucking other people going through. I was listening to my, one of my favorite podcasts today, and she was talking about how uh, this guy that she had been seeing and like she had been talking about him on the podcast for a while. and He was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, she got a woman to woman call about this nigga. Oh. like, detailed, like, everything that, like, was going on. And it was just so entangled. It's such a mess. Oh, my God. And it's God. just, like, wow. Because the way she was describing the what she thought about this person, they were very genuine. They were celibates.
1: Yeah. And they were still
0: playing two bitches. And they were celibate to oh, both bitches. Oh,
1: shit. Like,
0: just niggas are not shit. And so I've been on a very big niggas ain't shit. Because I'm listening to that. And I'm, like, why? But anyway, I think that it's 68% of women in their long-term relationships. Because... Men are just comfortable. Yeah, they don't really give a fuck. So like, once they found that pussy that's gonna let them get away
1: with yeah. whatever they're
0: gonna get away with, or you know, they've met the mom and they've met the family and they know the guys and y'all are living together, they're just like, fuck it.
1: Yeah.
0: If I'm gonna, if I want to do something else, I'm just gonna go and cheat on her. I'm d- I'm not gonna leave. Yeah. Why would I leave? This is too comfortable. She I knows I can literally my just foods. come back here. Yeah.
1: Either, Either way, just come back here.
0: Fuck y'all niggas, bro. Damn. Um. Wow, I'm seeing red One second
1: That's okay, deep breaths
0: Okay. According <laughs> to a study of 155 Undergrads mm-hmm. that had undergone A breakup in the, at at least, six, at least Six months ago On average they felt better About the situation about three months later So give yourself 12 weeks babe At least Before mm-hmm. you try to call them Or check in on them
1: or any of that. No, you, don't even do or that. Or don't even that, do that. No. But I'm just
0: saying that I feel like at that point you won't want to. If you yeah. give yourself that three months to feel better, you probably won't even want to. Yeah. You know? How long after your most recent
1: breakup did you start to feel better? Um, I'd probably say like, I don't know, three or four months. I don't know. I think it it felt longer than that. And I wasn't keeping track. I was really just, like, sad. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes a bitch still gets sad. Def- definitely. Like, sometimes I'll, like, get punched with a wave of sadness. So there's that. But for, I I don't know. I think it was definitely, like, some months before that I was really, like, okay, everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I feel like I've had so many, like, heartbreak things happen. So, but I don't know. I felt like I was in it for a minute.
0: In it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was a tough season. Yeah. And it was also just a season of general transition.
1: Yeah, it was. it's
0: hard to do all of that, go through all of that at once.
1: Like, a lot of shit was happening at one time. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, I would say probably, (sighs) I had a really long breakup in Mm -hmm. general. Like, it took us, like, from September to, like, February to actually stop talking for real, like it was kind of like we were just in and out, in and out, in and out for like mm-hmm. five months. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I started to feel better until like maybe April, yeah. where I could look back and be like, I'm good. But like you, exactly like you said, mm-hmm. I to this day sometimes like I'd be having dreams about that nigga all the time, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh why does my stomach hurt yeah why do I feel like so much anxiety or yeah you remember somewhere you hear a song that's the fucking worst is the, actually is the songs for me yeah
1: right now like still one thing is like music is m- like music is good but music doesn't sound the same yeah that's like the best way to describe it yeah like music is good but it doesn't sound the same and I'm like okay okay <laughs> <laughs> that was really deep. Yeah. And like I haven't gone through like my photo album and deleted anything or like I you everyth- did that. N- n- No. Everything's archived. And I went through and archived some things mm-hmm. for sure. But I still have a lot of performances and things like that on my phone. And I only know that because they still pop up mm-hmm. in my memories and stuff. And like every now and then I'll try to go and watch one because like I literally was... My ex is like biggest fan, like I just really adored like her art- artistry in general. And um yeah, sometimes I try to or like I have like the different stages of a lot of her songs still saving saved in my phone. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I'll just pop in and see if I can do it and I'm like, mm, can't do it still. <laughs> yeah, it's a little
0: wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. I um like I said, I was blocked. Like I've always said, but mm-hmm. last week or the week before that, I had like a really big moment where I was like, I have to know what's like, I have to know what's going on. <laughs> so I went. They they're like a traveling musician, so I went to the band that he was touring with all the time because they post band videos all the time. So I was like, okay, let me see if he's still like touring. Let me see if I can see some videos of him playing or whatever. Yeah, and like, the
1: nostalgia. He,
0: yes, girl. I looked for I don't know how long I was like scrolling because that, that the band leader he posts six posts a day on Instagram. He's like an old, they're Southern soul
1: or whatever. So they're older
0: men. And like, I was scrolling, watching all these old people dancing and shit into the blues. And then like, I went back as far as February and like, he hasn't really been with them since we broke up. So like, I have no way of, I have not seen what this person looks like. And it it doesn't drive me crazy, Mm. but I'm just like, what, what are you doing? I really want to know what you're doing right now. And it's none of my business. And I don't want to, Talk to them. I don't want to get back together with them. Yeah, that's not true. No, no, not the not the get back together part. Oof.
1: Bitch, I almost Actually, fell out this couch.
0: That is also not. That is no. I'm lying. That's true. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to get back together with you. <coughs> but this weekend when I was gigging, you know that person would have. He's always come to those gigs to like help because he's a musician. So like mm-hmm. he would help us with the equipment if anything was going wrong with the sound. He was there instantly like mm. with fixes he would have chords just in his backseat because he's a musician he would just hop on with us if we needed like an extra bass or like an extra drum or like he just was like there and yeah. so this time we had a lot of technical difficulties
1: uh-huh. like a
0: lot Yeah. and I was just like trying not to like cry because I had already had anxiety about doing the performance because I knew I was going to have to do without him for the first yeah. time we were all going to have to do without him and the first thing that happens when we get there is just uh, is my bandmates like Hey, so where are we playing from? And I'm like, where are we always play from? What's the problem? And he's like, so and so was the ones that that has the long enough XLR cables that always plugged us in. And I'm like, okay, well, like, yikes.
1: Okay. Yeah, so we
0: ended up having to revamp it or anything. But I just had a lot of anxiety because I don't miss him, but like I do miss that part of our relationship, like the musicality yeah. of it, and yeah. you know, playing those old songs and yeah. like, Ugh.
1: Yeah, it's always the QT that gets you. Like when you think about things you did for quality time. Yeah. And that I feel like will cloud will cloud a lot of things.
0: Oh, for sure. When then, you like
1: when you like focus too hard on them. Yeah. Cuz it's like yes, all these things, but like also all these other all things. All
0: these other things. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. For sure. Because yeah. I'm like, well, then while we were doing this QT, I'm sure we got into some kind of argument about yeah. something. And that is definitely the reason we're not together. We just could not communicate right. And like, yeah. I, when I think about the terrible times, they definitely, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Good riddance, bitch. I
1: yeah. I mean, I've, I, I am unblocked and I just went ahead and also unblocked Aww. as like solidarity or okay. what is it? What is it called? White flag, I guess. Uh, surrender. Yeah, there we go. But I didn't, I just saw, you know, like when you click someone's Instagram and you could just see an overview mm-hmm. of their Instagram. Mm-hmm. I saw that and then I backed out. And I was like, that's you know weird. what? Because I don't want to see anything in here that's going to upset me yes. or ruin where I'm at right now yes. or trigger me in any way. So let me just back on up. Because if I see something that makes me want to fucking cry, I'm going to burst into tears. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I love that part about myself is that I will bring myself right to the end and be like, all right, let's look. Let's, let's do take a it. step back. And then, I, then the other part be like, nah, bitch, you, let's not do that. That doesn't sound like a good idea. At least you
0: know yourself. Yeah. I'm going to dive head first. That's the Scorpio.
1: I'm yeah, I just sure. can't do it. You, listen, you're not about to piss me off again. Or, or get me all worked up again on my phone that I pay for. I'm about to pay for my own torture? No. That's facts.
0: That's facts. The only thing that stopped me one day when I was down bad, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to say anything, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to feel what I felt for a little bit. You know, like, there's just things that, like, there's rituals that you used to do when you were that person. You're like, yeah. I just want to do that. So mm-hmm. I was like, what if I just drove past their house? And then I looked at gas prices and yeah. they were 3 a gallon. I so said, let me yeah. sit my motherfucking ass down and get it on Google Maps and take a look at it. if I'm yeah. so nostalgic.
1: It's, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it sucks missing, like, the friendship you have with a partner that you've had. Because, like, I feel like a lot of the times it's not even the relationship you miss. It's, like, the friendship things and, like, just the mundane, everyday things that you would do together. Yeah and not because it's like a couple thing but because it was a thing you were doing with this person you were with. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Oof, what a tough time.
1: It's a hard knock life <laughs> for us.
0: Um there are so many reasons that couples break up. One, which I would say I actually <laughs> I would say I have 3 out of the 4 of the reasons on this list. Okay. Um, but the first one is inability to effectively communicate. Um, was, and this was listed as the most common reason for breakups and divorces among long term relationships, obviously, because if you can't communicate about the issues, if you can't even agree that there is an issue, how the fuck are you going to solve it? Right? Yeah. Um, then there was infidelity, um, which only 38% of couples in this vice article, um, said was the main cause. And to me that actually seemed kind of low.
1: You know, they, you know, they'd be like, stay with your man. Forgive your man. Process through that shit. Forgive him. Let it go. People make mistakes. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: No. Here's the thing. I literally was just talking. I'm sure. Um, and like, I
0: no. No, I believe you because, like, cool.
1: No, I, and like, the-
0: No, I get it. And, like, I'm here to say, like, you're probably you're right. Like I was on the way home today, I was thinking to myself, like, because this again, I was listening to the podcast, and this girl was like, "I knew." Like, women have intuition about those kinds of things. Like, yeah. you just kind of know when like somebody's stepping out. And it's like, I fucking, I just knew. Like, I knew, and I knew I wouldn't yeah. be able to trust you again. But I still tried because I'm not going to tell my business. But I'll st- yeah. I'm not, not that much part, okay? But I I still tried to move on and forgive you because it was just like yeah. a, right after that was just a really really hard time in that person's life even though that's not an excuse for me to stay yeah. i did and it just never was the same and it shouldn't have been because how do you trust and how put your trust
1: yeah, in a nigga. Nigga. stupid hoe, how you feel? yeah it was it it's never um i was literally just saying words like i literally was just playing all have of
0: you ever these. been cheated on
1: um no oh, okay and I feel like okay that, that no because because I feel like um a lot of the times sometimes there's like there's not always other stuff going on but I feel like there's probably other stuff if it's to the point where you feel like you need to cheat then there's probably other stuff that's already going on for sure and baby I'm probably already two steps ahead of you not on the cheating oh but on the like figuring out how to like just get it done disengage disengage yeah because i can't because i can't and like i can definitely say for my last breakup once and like i always say like it doesn't even matter if we're saying the same thing over and over again like i'm down to talk things out whatever but once you say you're done once you say it's done once you say there's nothing else that can be done for me it's like that's it like it's done right there and no matter how many times I'm like, oh, yes, I do need this. But it's like that it's done. And there are a lot of things that I stand by pretty firmly in regards to like myself and what I will accept from other people of romantic relationship, platonic relationship, anything like that. And I feel like I hold people very firmly in those boundaries. Um, And I just don't let a nigga sleep like that's it. Like you have to treat me right If you don't treat me right, I'm going to let you know, hey, you're doing this thing. I don't feel like you're treating me right. And this is how this is how it's making me feel. We can either do one of two things. We can get better or we can figure out like distance between us. So you can figure out your priorities, figure out how to hear me. I don't know. Figure out what you want. I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Stand firm. Yeah. I like that about you. (laughs) I do the best I can. <laughs> um, and then, of course, distance and time. If you're in a long-distance relationship, if you don't have the time to prioritize your partner like you should, that can cause, obviously, breakups. Um, and then toxicity and sexual incompatibility. Mm-hmm. Um, have I ever broken up with somebody for sexual incompatibility? Not at first. um
1: but it became a factor
0: it it did become a factor yeah Yeah. i've always had good sex with my partners i think like like i've always had good sex with my partners but i noticed that when i when other things are happening i just Mm -hmm. start like the sex just starts to not be good because i'm like all these other things are like bothering me yeah it's clear like i don't trust you you're not talking to me the way I want to be treated. You're not treating yeah. me the way I want to be treated. You're not talking to me the way I want to be talked to. We're not connecting like emotionally or like, we're yeah. not communicating effectively. So then the sex gets bad. And once the sex gets bad, that's when I'm like, okay, you've released
1: me from the prison.
0: You've released <laughs> me from the dick prison. Now, get <laughs> out of my face.
1: Not the penal penitentiary. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs>
0: it's a real thing. No. Yeah. Um, the list goes on and on um, and on and on. Do you have any other reasons that you would break up with somebody?
1: Um, why I would? Oh, well, I guess it would fall under prioritizing, or not even not even just like prioritizing me, also prioritizing themselves. And like, Ooh, yeah, that's like really big to me because like if all this shit is happening around you, and all these and all these people are treating you this kind of way. Like there is only so much I can do as a person, as a partner. And I'm not saying that's like bad, but it's just like a growth thing more so also. Like, are you continuously getting better? Are you continuously prioritizing yourself being better? That is what I mean. I like that. If you can't do that, bitch. Oh my God. And I told that to someone I was trying to be friends with and their response was, and I'm not, Whatever, I'm not even going to say that. Bitch, she was like, um, I just can't be friends with someone who expects me to be perfect all the time. And I was like, nowhere ever did I say that. All I said was, this is how you're communicating with me. I do not respond well to that. This is how I would like for you to communicate when things like this happen. So that way we can at least be aware of each other. I can be aware that this is what you need in this moment. And you can be aware of how to tell me that this is what you need in this moment. Because the way you're doing it now is I'm not receptive to it. And I don't like that. Um, and I was like, that's not me telling you to be perfect. That's just me telling you to communicate better with me. And she just was like, well, I I just have all these other things going on and all this other stuff. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, all of that is fine. And all of that is fine. But, like, be open with your communication.
0: And be open to... Um I don't want to say criticism, but be open to
1: opportunity for growth.
0: Thank you. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the ways to move on after you've had your breakup. And these, a lot of these are courtesy of Mm -hmm. headspace.org, which I think is a therapy website. Yes. Um, Give yourself space was number one. Do what you can to avoid seeing or communicating with them for a period of time after the initial breakup. If you're able to block or mute them from your socials so you're not seeing their tweets pop up when they're talking shit about you or they're reposting breakup songs, um, block them entirely so they don't even get to see your shit so you can live your life without feeling like they might pop up on you when you're at an event or, you know, watching your stories to see if you would another nigga, okay, because they'd be doing that shit. And your friend's stories, too. And your too. Fr- and your friend stories. Seriously. <laughs> that's a big one. Um, and then avoid hanging out at places that they would also be at. So if y'all used to go to the same bar, because, you know, his friends like the bar, and you should just go, bitch, don't go back to that bar. Because yeah. you're going to see him or his fuck-ass friends. Or yeah. their fuck-ass friends. Because this is gender neutral. This is a queer podcast. This is just from my experience. Yeah. My experience has been with these niggas. So yeah. that's how I talk. Um, but, yeah, just don't go to spaces that they might be in. Do you have... An example of that,
1: of being in a space where an ex would be.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I would hope not.
0: I'm in a space where your ex would be too fucking often. Oh, bitch! Can I tell oh, you how many wait.
1: how many times I've seen them in the last two weeks? Oh my like god, seven. No, the crazy part is, is that was one thing I was always avoiding when I w- when I was working there, and it was mostly because like, I yeah, like I just how much I miss just being friends with her really pisses me off sometimes. Because it's like, I, that could have been possible. Obviously not as possible as I thought, but, um, yeah, bitch. I didn't, I was like, don't walk in here. I don't even go to the the stores anymore of any kind because who's, who might be there unless I know you're at work. I'll just come over to where you're at.
0: Sometimes I show up and they're just there. That happened yesterday, literally yesterday. And then I had a, I've seen them so many times. It's actually like getting on my fucking nerves now. Mm-hmm. Like so many fucking times. Anyway, anyway, don't go to places that your exes or your best friend's exes might be <laughs> hanging out at. <laughs> um... continuing (laughs) to communicate with them or see them or be around them that can just cause backsliding in unhealthy situations because if you're seeing each other at a bar and you're drinking and you're like hey let let me buy you a drink let's catch up for a second and then you're fucking in the bathroom
1: oh I thought you were going to say having a fight throwing a drink in a face but I mean, yeah,
0: maybe that too, but that could still end up with you fucking in the, in the
1: bathroom. That's true. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, in my in my experience, <laughs> usually when I see my exes, I'm fucking in the bathroom. Okay. And that sucks. But also, like, I don't know if it counts as breakup sex after you've already broken up and you see each other and you fuck again. But breakup sex in general is fantastic. Whether you're angry, whether you're sad about it, whether you it's a mutual thing, around the, the across the board, it is great sex. Uh. Just rough, passionate, lots of lots of grabbing of the backs. Of the lots backs. of bringing in closer. Mm-hmm. Mm, which ex should I call, y'all?
1: <laughs> None of them. <laughs> Do not, bitch. I'm going to throw her phone off the balcony. <laughs> I would be okay with that. Um,
0: the next one is keep busy. Pick up that new hobby that your ex always thought was dumb. Maybe then didn't like when you played The Sims all day. Girl, mm-hmm. Play The Sims all day.
1: Literally do things in spite.
0: Yeah, in spite. Go like, to all the cool places that your ex was too lazy to go with you. They didn't like to go to museums, but you really like museums. Go do a little solo day at the museum where you'll have nobody, whether it's your friend or not. Your friend, your ex, whoever is not in your ear talking about, mm-hmm. girl, what's going on over here? I don't like this. Or, or this. that
1: food that anytime you made, they'd be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm, yeah. Gotta That's fucking do one. that one. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, spend time reflecting on how the negative parts of your relationship may have changed you for the good and the bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Like just spend some time thinking about what was maybe like a not a trauma response, but like something you developed to protect yourself in this unhealthy relationship that yeah. you are in. You know, whether that was, like, lying by default, like, you know, being cautious about what you say, being extra clean, making sure somebody knows where you are, coming home early, like, those things. Yeah. You know? Was that about you, babe? Or was that about them?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then spend time with all the other people that love and care for you. you know? Yeah. Because, like... That really helps, too. Just not being alone. Having somebody else to watch the movie with that you would usually watch with your partner mm-hmm. and just having like a good little snuggle or um, having a good shit talk sesh. I love that. Because yeah. like after you break up with them, then your friends want to tell you like every single thing they after ever hated about them. After a reasonable amount
1: of time, though. Every
0: single thing ever that they ever hated about them ever, Yeah. they will tell you. And then half of you will be like, damn, bitch, fucking chill, because I still made this decision to be in the relationship with this person. But also, yeah, bitch, you're absolutely right. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that bitch. weird-ass
1: nigga. Fuck
0: all them niggas. Fuck all them bitches, okay? So, like, shit talk with your friends. Shit talk with your family. My family was really good at that, actually. I love it. My grandma's the best. Even though she also will be, like, in the same breath, be like, so, when's the last time you and -and so-and-so talked?
1: I like You think he'll she be coming around?
0: Yeah. Well she she does, but oh, I just can't. Okay. I don't want to say their name on okay, here. Okay, love it. Okay, let me I don't even want to like, give them a nickname.
1: Yeah, no, bitch. Uh, nameless.
0: Keep a nameless. But i be like, Granny, he is gone, girl. Get like over oh it.
1: yeller, that nigga is out of here. He's
0: gone. He ain't coming back around here. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one is to spend time alone. Yeah. Um read catch up on TV or you watch your comfort movies. I don't know about you.
1: Just sit and cry too. That's okay too. Just sit and
0: cry. Sit in the shower for three hours and cry. Yeah. Um find a really, really detailed like ten step skincare routine and do that. And then by the time you're done you'll just want to go to sleep.
1: Yeah.
0: Um the thing about me is like I like to lean into movies that are about what I'm going through Mm -hmm. so I like to watch breakup movies Mm -hmm. I like that's why I like 2000s rom-coms a lot yeah start off as a breakup movie and the end is a romance or whatever vice versa yeah um but I like to watch breakup movies I like to watch really sad movies Mm -hmm. because I just like to feel like I like to feel I want to sit in my bed and just like cry it out and like be like yes if she could make it through I can make
1: I love it's it. <laughs> some
0: white woman, because I love 2000s movies.
1: I I don't like being sad. I don't like crying. It's not my favorite. Yeah, it makes me feel weird. I get like really overwhelmed by the feelings. Yeah, and I don't like it. Like I get so overwhelmed yeah. that I like. It doesn't like, feel started. I don't. It doesn't
0: um, feel like like it, like a release. It doesn't feel like an oh, extreme no. release
1: to you not usually no like sometimes if like if random stuff is starting to make me cry then I'm like okay something's probably gonna happen and I'm gonna like just cry about a million things at one time yeah yeah and sometimes that will feel fine and sometimes I'll just be really annoyed by the fact that like I'm sitting here so overwhelmed I don't I literally don't know what to do with my body and like I get that weird feeling in my wrists and my ankles and like it's just a lot of feelings at one time, so I really hate it I really hate doing it oh. so um what's a cathartic wave
0: what's a wave that you can release that
1: feels good for you? I just sleep and I just spend a lot of time with the people that I love the most okay that's that's like the the best way, even if I'm sad while I'm doing those things, like we should still do those things. I just might be sad the whole time and that makes sense yeah I like
0: that. Sleep is a good
1: one. But sleep is my self-regulator. Um, overwhelmed, I'm going to sleep. Can't figure out what I want to eat. Bitch, go to sleep.
0: <laughs> can't be hungry if you're asleep. And maybe you'll dream about what you really want to eat. Say, Sometimes I do
1: can't that. be sad if you're asleep. Can't be overthinking if you're asleep. Okay, bitch, yeah. take a nap. Absolutely. As soon as I'm telling you, as soon as I get too much, I'm like, just go to sleep.
0: You know, for you, I'm not, like, sexualizing you or anything, but I thought Mm -hmm. you really would have said something like, you know, orgasms will help, like, maybe you masturbate Mm -hmm. and then you fall asleep where it kind of just releases the tension that's holed up in your body.
1: I do usually, like, I do usually have my... My bocce goes into my drawer only when I have someone sleeping over. Like, she's under my pillow and the charger is, like, literally... I know exactly where it is. I know exactly what it looks like just by the cord. Because I'm so dedicated to that toy. But that's like my nightly routine, like every night. Whether I'm sad or not, that's something I'm doing before I go to bed.
0: Yeah, Um, spend some time alone, doing all your comfort things. Journal. Um, Something that's really helped me is, like, focusing on my future, like, remembering why I broke up with that person. Yeah. That was really big for me. Because I'm, like, yeah. the all the things that I wanted to do when I was with them just seemed impossible to be able to do. And now I have the freedom to do those things and mm-hmm. spend the time to do those things and experience life a little differently yeah. than I would have. And, like, I am grateful for that. Because that really helped me, like, pull out. It was just, like, look ahead, don't look back, you know? Yeah. Um, but also... Um, find support so like especially if the ending to your relationship was toxic or um, draining or even violent for some people um, seek those who make you feel safe um, mm-hmm. seek those that can remind you of things that weren't your fault and ways that you were manipulated or ways that you were hurt and you know a safe space where you can acknowledge that hurt and then start to heal um, get some therapy to process your experiences and help with the healing process necessary after a bad breakup okay. And then the last one I have is looking after yourself. So they say, like, getting active, eating healthy, focusing on your mental health. And I say, like, take all that with a grain of salt because people love to say, like, oh, you just broke up with somebody. Now you need to go through a glow up. Now you need to lose X amount of pounds and get a new haircut and fix your skin and get a new wardrobe and fuck a bunch of niggas or fuck a bunch of bitches. And I just don't think that's necessarily healthy for everybody. Yeah, Like, that's really cool if that's how you decide to start a healthy lifestyle Mm -hmm. for you, if that's what you feel like you need. But, bitch, you don't need to lose weight to glow up. The glow up is you doing what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. And if that means you want to go out to eat ramen with your bitches every other Friday at Indie Bellum, go and do that, girl. If that means that's getting up in the morning to go get donuts because your ex hated donuts, do that girl yeah seriously
1: have that little latte that he was like why was this so much just for this drink
0: yeah fuck you you're doing too much yeah um yeah just be you look after yourself and find that new version of you because it's in there yeah and that's probably the funnest part of a breakup though like your own glow up like what what
1: do i want the person you turn into yes post-breakup
0: Yes, during your healing, after your healing, when you have, like, the free mental space. To,
1: I'm always like, so much more prevent. attracted to myself after I mentally get through a breakup. I'm like, I'm like, damn, bitch, look at you. And then, like, sometimes I'm, I, like, have moments where I'm, like, talking to people and I'm, like, having conflict with people, um, anything like that. And I'm like, wow, you are really that nigga. Look at you go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: healing, doing better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. <laughs> So we always like to end our episodes with some questions for the girls and their experiences. So in your past relationships, what has been the reason for your split?
1: I think like a lot of things, miscommunication, like I feel like past traumas from other relationships also. And I don't know. I would think... Yeah I would think that would be it or I don't think I've yeah I don't think I've ever gotten into a breakup just because like sexual incompatibilities so I think that's it like mostly miscommunication
0: problem solving yeah ideas of life yeah Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. like Um, the core things yeah yeah (laughs) like how
0: can you build a foundation on that yeah yeah Definitely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Same. 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 Um. Yeah. I mean, I've had all of them to be honest. Cheating, incompatibility, um, communicating-wise, not so mm-hmm. much sexually, but that, like I said, that became a part of it at some point. Mm-hmm. Finances, like yeah. all of those, definitely. Um. What is a successful breakup to you? Like, what would be the best version of a breakup? Like if you could change the way you broke up with that person with your any of your exes, how would you fix it?
1: I think just um sitting and having a conversation and saying like not via text or anything like that. Like not via FaceTime or anything, like literally sit and have a dinner like sort of especially if you can if you can end it positively. Well, that's what you said anyway. But yeah, that would be my perfect one. We can go and sit and have a dinner, sort of like a, what is it, like a tribute to what we did just have. So it would also be showing respect to each other and respect to the relationship we had, even though it did turn out to be this, you know? So I feel like that would really help, like feeling like there was closure some way, somewhere for everyone involved. And even if this person, even if you were to say, like, I just don't think I could ever forgive you for these things, but you would at least be able to sit and have a calm conversation over a dinner where you can just basically say goodbye, which I think would be like the perfect way, in my opinion, to do any kind of breakup. That would be the way I would prefer to do it.
0: (laughs) I totally agree. I don't like to walk away feeling like they resent me or I resent them. Yeah. Even if those things are true, Mm -hmm. but to have a dinner where you could kind of get everything out and with no judgment and just know like, Hey, this is the end. So like, can we get to a point where we don't feel so much hatred? Yeah. Uh, If this is a, if the breakup deserves that, you know, there's a lot of breakups out there that don't even, Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a conversation. But I'm just saying like in a perfect perfect breakup scenario, that's what would happen. Yeah. You would have this great, really, you would have this great relationship with this person, all of these. Yeah. That's what would happen. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: OK, the next one is what has your worst breakup experience been and what did you learn from it?
1: Oh, my worst one, I think it would probably be. Um, I think it would probably be the one right when I moved here. Because the, I feel like the worst part about it is, is because we had been like sharing a life together for some years and we got engaged in all these things and we had like you know people getting us things for when we moved for when when we got married like wedding presents and things like that and it was just so crazy because once it was time for everything to be said and done it's like well all of these things are mine so that was one part there was a lot of things like and i'm not an indian giver wait is that okay Is is that appropriate is that appropriate I'm I know not, I'm not, uh, I'm going to give you something and then I'm going to take it back. You can literally ask anyone I've ever been with ever. It, once I give it to you, it's for you. Like that was the whole point of me buying it. Mm-hmm. It literally wouldn't make any sense. Like, so I think that would be it. And I think it was the, the feeling like I was just being gaslit the whole time of my experience with this person's family through our whole like wedding anything, especially once she reconnected with them and everything like that. Like, it just felt like even if I was saying like, hey, I'm really uncomfortable, here's why, that just didn't seem like a big concern. Yeah. So then, like, it's like there's that and just all of these, just all of these things. And I think what it what it did teach me, though, is how firmly I should be standing in what I will accept and what I won't accept. Uh from the people that I'm with and I had a friend I had a friend at the same time like literally in that same cycle of life that we stopped being friends after being friends for like ever and it just was the same thing it's like I'm telling you what I need as a person you don't you're not hearing me you don't want to do anything about it like you don't even want to have an actual conversation about it so how much respect do you really have for me if we can't even do that
0: no, that sounds like a pretty terrible breakup. Yeah. Um Okay. I was going to say something, but you always hate when I say it. So
1: I won't leave it alone. Oh, yeah. And yes, it was, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um
0: My worst breakup was actually not this past breakup, believe it or not. It was mm-hmm. definitely the one before that. Um mm-hmm. Because we, I was gay as hell and <laughs> and I was, I kept asking like, can we try, you know, to open this, this up? And he really didn't want to, he didn't want you for like, like a long time. Like I'd asked him for like a long time and he didn't want to do it. And I should have just kind of left it at that. But instead I didn't. And he's like, he finally said like, okay. So then he meets this girl and like the first, I, I said the only thing I said was, like, do not have sex with anybody on the first night. Like, just go on a date and see if you actually like this person. And then we can talk, and then you can discuss, like, a timeline to have sex. Like, that's my only thing.
1: Yeah.
0: And they definitely had sex the first night.
1: Okay. And
0: he, like, came back to me, and he was just like oh, I am, like, so enthralled with this girl. And, like, we just had such a good time. And, like, she touches me in the place that, like, when you touch me, like, my whole body, like, seizes up. And I was like, okay, all right. Okay,
1: first of all, that's like, why are you comparing right to my face? Please calm down. That
0: was a lot. Like, I never... It took me a long time to get over that. But now I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, maybe she has smaller hands.
1: I I don't know what
0: the issue is. But, yeah, he was, like, saying stuff like that to me. And how did it go oh okay so after he told me that i was like oh well this is like clearly not okay like not okay with me you went around my boundaries and you still had sex and now you're telling me all these crazy things about the way that she makes you feel yeah so whatever like go be with her right and then i I left it alone and like a week later, he calls me and he's like, "Yo, I'm so sorry. This that was so disrespectful. I can't believe I like did that after everything you said. You know, please like come over and like we can talk about it. Blah, blah blah. Why do I get to his house? This nigga is so stupid. And honestly, like he was probably high out of his fucking mind because that's what he was. And I do not mean off motherfucking weed. I also don't mean like heroin. <laughs> but, like he was just constantly drunk or like something. He invited me over and." Her, like, booty shorts were still on his couch. She had moved rugs. This is a weekend. She had moved rugs into the bathroom. And her she, like, got a new shower curtain for him and, like, new soap. And I was, like, in there. And I was, like, what, is, what the fuck is all this shit in here? And he's, like, oh, well, she, something about her boyfriend, something about, like, she also had a, an ex. But now she's been talking to him. So, like, she's she's coming to get this stuff tomorrow and, like, she's going to get it out of here. And I'm, like, this is ridiculous. And I think that was... The last time I went over there, like I Mm -hmm. I was like, this is stupid as fuck. And I left. And then I found out two months later that they were engaged. I found out three months later that they were pregnant with their first baby.
1: Uh -uh. And then they
0: got married and they had this baby and I'd be seeing that bitch on TikTok all the motherfucking time. But now they're divorced and he's still an addict. And I don't believe in like judging people for those diseases because I really tried to help as much as I could in the three years that I was with him to yeah. help him get through those, but I saw it coming. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I saw it coming, and that that what that taught me a lot. It Taught me one, you put your trust in a nigga, stupid hoe, how you figure. Even though it took me twice to learn that lesson,
1: <laughs>
0: um, but also like just respect yourself. Like instead of forcing somebody to try to. This is what I learned from both my breakups, honestly. You don't force somebody to try to live the life that you want to live so bad. Just go live that life. Like, yeah. if they're not, if they're not um, into what you're into or if they can't follow, if they don't, they don't agree with your goals, they don't agree with your lifestyle choices, just go. You can still do those lifestyle choices. Don't try to bring them into it because they're really just going to take you down. They're going to make you feel like those lifestyle choices are wrong. They're going to make you feel like it's not normal. They're going to make you feel like, like all these things. Just leave. That's yeah. what I learned. Yeah, yes,
1: just always think what would Lex do?
0: Um, that works for Lex. There's a lot of (laughs) there's a like there. I I have said this a lot. There's so many things I think that work for certain people, like Mm -hmm. Carol. There's so many things that work for Carol that would never and have never worked for me Mm -hmm.
1: ever. There's
0: so many things that work for you (laughs) and the way you approach things that just would not work (laughs) for me. Like, I see it and I'm like, what. If I did this, I don't even know. I just but it's don't even like, know.
1: But, like, think of this. It's not even, like, the action. It's, like, the principle of the action. Like, okay, this is what Lex would do. How do I take that and make it what would Courtney do? Yeah, okay. Not so much of do exactly what I would do, but, like, sometimes, like, just do what I would do. Got it. Yeah.
0: Good. WWLD.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: what was your favorite technique? yeah okay this is, good one. this is our final question for today what is your favorite technique to use to move on
1: um probably literally having as much fun as i possibly can like yeah like it doesn't even matter if i'm sad the whole time it literally doesn't matter if i just cried in the car walking in no bitch we're about to go out bus bus next place <laughs> club another club Another club, no sleep. Yeah, definitely that. <laughs> that it's literally that. It's like, damn how how much tequila have I drank in a week?
0: Yeah, one hundred
1: percent. Like how much tequila have I been drinking? And then you notice how much tequila you were drinking when you realize you haven't really been drinking tequila. What?
0: <laughs> Think like about that's how you feel recently. Yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm like, damn. It's all
0: the bottles that are hidden in the corner of my of my kitchen with like. <laughs> they all, there's like six bottles over there and they all have like one shot left in them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: But it's mostly, I just want to go have fun.
0: Yeah. Just have fun with your people, whoever that that is, do shit you want to do. Sometimes I take like 45 minute drives by myself and I'm like, ugh, thank God I don't have a nigga in my fucking passenger seat playing songs from the 60s. Ugh. (laughs) Over
1: it. She said, play something that's going to make me shake my ass.
0: Dead ass. And you know what? The nigga that I was with that I really enjoy, he has a playlist that's literally, it's called For the Bitches. And he just plays it in the car when I want to shake my ass. And it has every song that I want to shake my ass to. That's how you keep a bitch.
1: See, and that's all I was asking for at that party, remember?
0: And that's the thing that Lex does <laughs> that wouldn't work for me. That's Lex, all
1: I was asking for. She
0: like clowned this nigga in front of everybody. Because he, he was playing Drake.
1: What was he playing? He was playing Drake and then he played... Um, like some young nudie song but not even so, the yeah, it one. Yeah. Okay. It was like ridiculous. Okay. So nobody was saying anything to this man. I'm like, there are songs by men that the bitches like. All I'm saying is There are more the the bitch to nigga ratio in this room is crazy. Okay, yeah, for
0: you to be playing this shit.
1: Thank you. That's all I was saying, and he just wasn't getting it. So I had to. It's your
0: delivery, but you know, you had to get your point across. (laughs) It was one hundred percent your delivery, but I I appreciate you for even letting him know.
1: When I tell you, I just be saying shit, and I don't. I'm not like I don't know. I realize sometimes how monotone I am. When I say things, and I'm like, I'm literally just exactly what I said is exactly what I said. Like A that's touch
0: it. of the tism there, huh? Oh.
1: <laughs> <A little monotone>. <laughs> well, <laughs> and with that,
0: we will be getting the fuck up out of here. So, if you'd like to follow us on social media. You can do so at all your pleasures underscore on TikTok, Instagram, and that bitch threads that we will never be on, to be honest.
1: It's really just for show. It's
0: just for show. Mm -hmm. Um, Subscribe to our YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, hey girl, hit the subscribe button somewhere around one of these. Girl, I don't know. You know where to find it. I don't even watch YouTube like that. Um, Subscribe on our YouTube you can follow us in our group on Facebook. Ooh, if you're in the DFW area, we will be at the Dirty Show. Yes. Um, by Art Gasmick this yes. Friday from eight to midnight.
1: Nine to two. Thank you. Nine p.m. to two a.m. <laughs> Nine p.m. to two a.m. I don't know if they're selling tickets at the door, but if you go on our Instagram, there's literally a link almost everywhere you can find one. Yeah. Um, I,
0: I would recommend you buy them online just in case they try to upcharge you at the door, yeah,
1: baby. But we do have a really good raffle. One of them is definitely over 300 bucks worth of stuff. Our smaller one is at least 150 worth of stuff um and literally you're just gonna get a cute little ticket we're gonna have like a bunch of other interactive things to engage with we'd love to see you love to meet you love to take
0: some pictures with us yeah answer some sexy questions the
1: theme because you know bitch come dress yeah Uh, the theme is i think it's like leather and lace yes it's black leather and lace so there's that
0: I know that some of the people coming are queer. Yes. Um, some of like the performers and some of the vendors. Yes. So if you're a queer black person and you want to get into some kinky shit or you want to meet people that might be into sensual stuff or sensual art or any... Honestly, if you're any kind of creative yeah. and you're black as fuck or not, you should come out and if meet a bunch of people.
1: Creative, sex positive, anything like that. You're just looking for... Even if you're just looking for shit to do on a Friday night bitch we gonna be there so you might as well be there too
0: pop at and like after midnight i'm getting mm. fucking drunk yeah so if you want to be there for that get the tickets <laughs> uh link in bio link also in the description of this video yes um if you're watching this on thursday friday saturday sunday wherever the fuck enjoy your fucking week we love you
1: bye
0: hush, 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 baby. So